Waiting in the fire of hell, David Allen. You got her locked here at KRFF 95.9 LPFM. Moorhead Fargo 701-478-4959. It's a beautiful Thursday here in the studio. Right before me was noon to three with side stage with Trav. And what I caught of that, it was, you know, we're not... Don't expect the same kind of quality for this hour. That's all I got to say. But the weather's nice. It's nice in your brain, hopefully. And uh, so we're going to talk about cannabis in a positive light. Can I talk ND with Wilson? And then after that, we got Stinky Arts Music Mart, then Locals on the 8, and then Radio Free Madness. That's your Thursday, and it, you know, just depend on it. Depend on me. I'll be back here. We, uh, we're going to open a fresh bag of cannabis news at 420, and uh, we got a lot going on. Uh, if you're, you know, if you're in... If you know anything about Delta 8, you're going to want to come back at 420, but I prefer you just stayed here, you know, because we talk about cannabis in a positive light. And this hour is brought to you by Black Black, Black Cottage Alchemy. Um, She does a line of like holistic products. Um, There's uh, this Becky's Body Butter, which people are just dying to get their hands on. So they won't die. You see what I'm saying? But you can go to Black Cottage Alchemy online or you can go to Tochi Products right outside here. And while you're in there getting it, uh, sign the Indie for Freedom of Cannabis Act petition. And then it's also at odds two ends in West Fargo. I don't have the little thingy I normally read. So just trust me, it's the bomb. And go get you some and tell them Wilson, Canatock Indie with Wilson, sent you. So... Churches United for the Homeless provides shelter, support, and case management services for men, women, and families. Embracing housing first principles, we strive to move residents from the shelter to stable housing as quickly as possible. Open to the public daily, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. The community center offers free hot meals daily, a free community bread shelf, and access to a shelter nurse for information and referrals. For more information, visit their website at www.churchesunited.org or call them at 218-236-0300. Seven two, and so we're gonna do it. We're gonna talk about cannabis in a positive light. Um, I'm gonna keep it local. You know, there's enough stuff going on. Indy uh, for Freedom, a cannabis act. That's what's for breakfast, and it's the only thing still running. You know, uh, if you ask the local government, the state of North Dakota, what are they doing to get cannabis legalized that could benefit everybody? Nothing. Nothing. And in fact, and we'll talk about Delta 8, the only thing they are doing is working against cannabis and cannabis advocates and the benefits of cannabis. They heard it worked. They didn't know that it didn't work. They didn't know it worked. So as soon as they know it worked, they did this. They did just a horrible thing. So I'm going to make sure I talk about it. Can I talk indeed with Wilson? We're going to open a fresh bag of cannabis news. I'm going to say all I know about it and keep the uh, politicians accountable because they they're doing sucky stuff. And uh, I'll present that at 420. And that's that. So we're talking about cannabis in a positive light. This Thursday is no different. Next Thursday will be pretty near the same. Uh, Downtown Fargo here. It's kind of cloudy. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm happy because here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you what you didn't know that it's my birthday today. I know. I know. Oh, hold on. That's my birthday sound. And so... I thought, well, what would I play? My first musical break, what would I play? And uh, 420's coming up. It's next Tuesday. I'm working on that. Hopefully I can pop in and say a quick hidey ho mostly a high, you feel me? And then, you know, promo my radio show and then jump out. But Tuesday is 420. 420, so get ready for that. And I'm going to play a song that I played last year on 420 for a, for a, lot, of, uh, for a lot of reasons, because basically it's my birthday, Okay. So I thought, well, what do I want to hear play on my birthday? Well, I want to hear a song that hollers my name over and over again. Thank you, and good night. You haven't been great.
I'll see you next Thursday. Well, actually, uh, I got a show to do, so I'll do that. But that's Wilson. And uh, boy, oh boy, I remember the first time, it was 1992, I was in East Troy, Wisconsin, half of you been there too, Alpine Valley, um, I heard some things on, by fish, you know, but normally it was played to me at 3 a.m. and, you know, with a head full of acid, you know, no specific kind of, any sort of listening, you know, it was space music, as you could, you know, as you heard, space music. Can I talk indeed with Wilson, here on Radio Free Fargo, KRFF 95.9 LPFM, RadioFreeFargo.org. You can go there, donate. You can listen to this anywhere in the world. It's streaming. Just wanted to get that in. Can I talk indeed on YouTube? Uh, Philip Canahead Pilko does a show on the Canahead YouTube channel. And then you can go to Facebook, Canahead kind of talking knee and uh you know when news is happening i'm posting it you know i stay pretty current so anyway there i'm at the show um it's outdoors uh the sun was starting to set um there may or may not have been a root beer barrel with liquid acid in it that i might have taken probably not because i'm here to change the law not break the law but i remember there being a helicopter that the blades were really big like i could hear them like and then all of a sudden they started hollering wilson and I lost my mind. I mean, I it just, I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know it was coming. And, uh, you know, when you're sensitive to sound and light, I mean, I think there was like 30,000 people there hollering Wilson at me because, of course, they were saying it to me. I'd, I figured, I was like, how did everybody know that I was coming? You know, that was my first thought. Like, how did they know, you know, that I was, that I was coming? Okay, so I'm going to read this quick. Because uh, we got a lot to talk about and I got a few minutes to burn, you know, and it's kind of tripping my head out because uh, the computer that says 412, my uh, my screen says 411 and the clock on the wall says 10, 11, 12, 13 after. So my brain just can't handle it. So there's three different times, right? So on the automation, 411, on my computer, 413, and then it's 10, 11, 12, it's crazy. I, I don't know which one to believe. You know what I'm saying? But we talk about cannabis in a positive light. I'm going to do the same thing here at 420. We're going to open a big fat bag of cannabis news. And in fact, I'm just going to open it a little bit here. Marijuana moment. Uh, Sixth Minnesota House Committee approves marijuana legalization bill on its way to the floor with the House voting which is good. It's really good. A bill to legalize cannabis, as everybody knows in Minnesota, is going through a thorough vetting process because it's, well, I heard it was like 186 pages long, which even the longest ones are only like six pages, you know? So it's just thoroughly getting vetted. It's going through all the all the stuff. So days after days after a separate panel approved the legislation with amendments, the House Judiciary Finance and Civil Law Committee passed it in a nine to seven vote. The purpose of the House File Six Hundred is to eliminate the harm that cannabis has in our society, says Winkler. I believe him. So that's that's where we're you know that's where we're at. So uh, I can dig that. And uh, so I just wanted to tell you that. Uh, so anyway, this measure would allow twelve adults, twenty one and older, to purchase and cultivate up to eight plants, which is the sticking point as far as I'm concerned. Four of which could be mature. So I'll keep you guys posted on how that gets down. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's my birthday today. Four forty six years times three hundred and sixty five. That's how long I've been here. And so you know, thanks for listening to me. And uh, I'll keep you posted on current cannabis news as we 
move along. Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act, uh, that's what's being pushed. Uh, it's a people-driven initiative. It's a constitutional amendment. It's sick. It was written by a lawyer who's cool. You can go to Tochi Products. You can go to Orange Records. You can go to other places uh, in town. I'm not sure exactly all of them. IndieCannabisCaucus.com. They can take care of you there. So anyway, it's time to get this musical break in. I got new prints, and then I'm playing a Langhorn Slim. I played it last time. It was about the guy growing the stuff in his yard, and he got in trouble. So here it comes, and I'll see you guys in a minute. Yo, it's Wilson from Canatalk ND. You know, the super awesome show you're getting ready to listen to. I think you should go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'll wait. Okay, enjoy the show. Buddy. Canatalk ND with Wilson. Every Thursday, 420, I open a big fat bag of cannabis news, and that's what I'm unzipping as we speak. It is a beautiful day here in Fargo. I hope everywhere everything's good with you. And, uh... I got cannabis news. I'm going to tell you about some stuff. So I'm going to start easy. And then we've got to talk about how North Dakota politicians stabbed us in the back with Delta 8. You know, like you can't have anything nice, you know, but we'll talk about that. But Delta 8, man, oh, man, that'll be the majority of my conversation, I guess. So I'm going to cruise through. Let's talk about this first. So anyway. After the death of Marvin Scott in a Texas jail, advocates point to disparities over marijuana arrest. This is ABC News. The arrest and shocking death of Marvin Scott III in police custody have put a spotlight again on the racial disparities for marijuana arrest. This happened on March 14th, so just a little bit ago. Scott, a 26-year-old black man, was arrested on March 14th on a misdemeanor marijuana possession charge. And you should never have death in the same title as misdemeanor marijuana possession charge. should never go hand in hand. But authorities said he had less than two ounces of marijuana on him at the time of the arrest. Following his arrest, he was taken to the hospital for acting erratically, police said, and transported to a county jail. He died later that day. Seven detention officers have now been fired for the alleged involvement in Scott's death. Scott's family says he had schizophrenia and was experiencing a mental health crisis while in custody. Officers said he began behaving strangely at the jail, which almost feels like he was just behaving differently than you. You know? He was behaving differently than you. That's no. So anyway, here's what happened. So because of his behaving strangely, they strapped him to a bed. They used pepper spray and covered his face with a spit mask. The Collin County Medical Examiner has yet to release an official cause of death. Tisk, tisk, tisk. He was using marijuana to self-medicate after being two years diagnosed with schizophrenia. So, man, it usually, I don't know, schizophrenia, I guess maybe that does come in life. Like you're not necessarily born with it. You know, so that's crazy to not have schizophrenia. And then two years ago, you get the diagnosis. Well, probably that he just, he'd probably been acting strangely his whole life. But anyway, Lee Merritt, a civil rights lawyer who's representing Scott's family, told ABC News in an interview, here in a largely white area in Allen, Texas, Marvin stood out. He wasn't even given the benefit of doubt as someone who needed to go to a medical facility. Uh, Merritt believes racial profiling and discrimination were involved in Scott's arrest. In the United States, statistics shows there is a stark racial disparity in the treatment and punishment of marijuana users. According to a study by ACLU, a black person is 3.64 times more likely to be arrested than a white person. In Texas, the disparity is slightly lower. So no, sh- nobody should be dying in jail, said Finkel, because they had plants on them. Let me just read that again. Executive director of Texas Normal, he said, quote, nobody should be dying in a jail cell because they had plants on them. It reflects on what we've seen a lot across the country and in Texas. So I'm uh, I feel for the family and uh, I hope I hope. Well, I just hope things work out for 
cannabis charges that end up, you know, I mean, he behaved strangely and got, I mean, he, I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying they killed him, but it seems like the behaving strangely was taken differently than, you know, and I've had panic attacks, you know, I flipped out in a store, you know, and, you know, I feel like I was treated like I was white, you know, and if I wasn't, I feel like I probably wouldn't get, I wouldn't get the freedom to not ho- not know how to socially, you know, compute things are happening, the anxiety, and then I just can't, then I just can't. And then I don't know what happens, you know, a lot of times. And it's something I've had to ask forgiveness my whole life because I, all of a sudden people don't want to be around me because of that particular incident. And I don't remember what happened in that incident because I had my own thing happening in my head, you know. So I usually, you know, did it kind of a, coping mechanism that got everybody mad at me about something I didn't care about so I could think about how I was going to get out of the situation that I put myself in you know so behaving strangely should never get you strapped to a bed you know at a cop shop you know so again that's all I got to say but former GOP House Speaker John Boehner says he's open to using marijuana which he should say cannabis you know but we'll forgive him All right. Former Republican House Speaker John Boehner, who joined the marijuana industry in a consulting capacity after leaving office. I just do want to mention that Urkel has got his own strain and it's called Purple Urkel. The more you know. But I remember, you know, maybe 200. Here's all I'm saying. Purple Urkel has been around way before Urkel. No, Urkel came first. What came first, the Urkel or the purple? Urkel came before the purple. So, Canada Talk Indy with Wilson every Thursday. KRFF 95.9 is where you're going to listen to it. RadioFreeFargo.org. You can go and donate there. So, Purple Urkel. I mean, what came first? Because I remember seeing it around. I'm here to change the law, not break the law. But, you know, Purple Urkel's probably made its way inside a apparatus that I might or might not have owned. So, so that's kind of interesting, you know. Kind of that street quality surveying you know like purple urkel's like well, let's let's just get it in the black market and then let's do a little survey and find out if you know if the criminals dig it and then you know then we'll put it in the shops for the for those guys but anyway i just wanted to mention that so anyway because it kind of fits into this john boehner he told the news station that i drink red wine unquote but if somebody wants to smoke a joint or eat a gummy that's really none of my business which None of my business seems to be a big problem because I think politicians think they're dealing, you know, it's about the money. But anyway, the former congressional leader isn't a marijuana consumer. However, despite joining the board of the major cannabis company Acreage Holders Holdings in 2018, it drew sharp criticism from reform advocates who quickly pointed out that Boehner declined to push for any sort of policy change while in power, but is now profiting off the industry. So, you know, he does, he does, you know, he deserves to have to answer that question. So they did ask him if he had any firsthand research to inform his shift in thinking about medical potential cannabis. He goes, no, I'm not a cannabis user, he said. But you're not ruling it out, ruling it out for yourself, Dickerson asked. Uh, hey, tomorrow's tomorrow, Boehner joked. Who knows? So, you know, but now some people don't believe me when I tell them I've never smoked a joint, but I haven't and I'm not ruling it out. Uh, he, uh, Boehner first discusses his well-known cigarette habit and then writes about how he ended up finding himself in a very different sector of the smoking community. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. Now, let's talk about South Dakota first. So this is crazy. 
All right, let me read the, uh, this is from the Rapid City Journal. Uh, marijuana amendment arguments will be live streamed from Supreme Court. Now, just start putting that amendment word in your head because that's becoming a big problem for anybody that wants a particular thing to go through. But in my case, it's cannabis. I'm a cannabis, I'm a staunch cannabis supporter. I know that we could benefit from it in all avenues of our life, leisure, rec, you know, agriculturally, just all of it. So anyway, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, amendments. So this is what people is doing. Let's say like if you got a law and it allows you to do something, but then they realize that they don't want you to do that. And they didn't know that they were going to not want you to do it like Delta eight. And so they go back. I mean, cause session's supposed to be over. They're supposed to be done. You know, they're certainly done working for us, but man, it, it, you know, nothing kept them from staying at the Capitol and working up how to get Delta eight off the shelves for people who can use it because they heard it works. I mean, how come they couldn't have burnt the midnight oil to try to figure out how that you could give medical cannabis users one or two plants to grow at home? Because it helps. You know what I mean? But no, they were busy trying to figure out how, because they heard on the streets that people like Delta 8. It worked. And I, I dug it. it. It was. So, and I think currently today, you can still stink and buy Delta 8. But I'll get into that next because it's going to take me a while to tell you. But anyway, South Dakotans will be able to tune in as lawyers make arguments before the Supreme Court that will help the justices determine the fate of recreational marijuana. That's going to be awesome. And I wish there was a way that I could somehow push it out to the masses while I, you know, like did my whatever reaction to it. The arguments over the voter approved Amendment A will be live streamed at 9 a.m. Mountain Time. 10 a.m. Central on April 28th. The uh, public can also attend the hearing at the Capitol and Pier, according to a news release from the Unified Judicial System. Um, if I knew which day would be the, you know, the grooviest day to go, seating inside the small courtroom will be limited, of course, but there will be overflow seats in room 414 where the proceedings will still be live streamed. So I don't know. I mean, I'm into it. You know, I'm a North Dakota guy watching South Dakota because I believe they're underdogs like us and they they deserve a shot and I want them to have a shot. I want everybody to have a shot, you know, and it seems like the people in control don't want those shots to be given. And by shot, I mean chances, you know, not the liquid shots or the ouchy, ouchy shots or Ernie shots. (laughs) Anyway. The amendment still makes it illegal to drive under the influence of weed and smoke it on school grounds. Uh, I, I wanted to say that there is one attorney general in Pennington County that's not busting for misdemeanors, uh, for misdemeanor cannabis uh, offenses. I just wanted to say that. Pennington County. They're not actively pushing for cannabis misdemeanors, which when I got it two years ago, it was $500 and, two, and I had to bail out of jail. Or no, I had to stay in jail until I went and seen the guy on Monday. So that wouldn't have happened to me today. They wouldn't pursue charges. So that's, I feel like that's a win. So anybody that lives in South Dakota, if you're going to be cruising around doing what you're not supposed to be doing, according to some people that think you're not, roll in Pennington County. Because not all counties, uh, Attorney General is going to be as groovy. So anyway... Uh, the amendment still makes it illegal to drive under the influence in public places. It allows landlords and employees to ban renters and workers from using cannabis. 
Uh, Miller's legal fees are being covered by state funds, and they still don't know how much that the taxpayers are going to have to spend on something they, 54%, wanted, you know, wanted. Okay, so we're at Delta 8 now. So let me let me just tell you that right now, Delta 8 in North Dakota and Fargo is legal. It's legal. But... Okay, let me, let me read you up some stuff here. Let me get started, and then we'll go to Chicago. Okay, so North Dakota's hemp regulation bill gets a facelift. Okay, so hemp. You know, a lot of people thought that that was, well, they, they didn't think you could benefit from any sort of hemp or hemp derivative because it's hemp, and it's 0.03%, and da-da-da-da-da-da. But quite frankly, they didn't take into account of concentrates, you know, and they were getting it from the CBD. Delta 10, Delta 8, and Delta 6 were basically CBD converted into a concentrate. So you took a little and you made a lot. And they were spraying it on flour. And again, I, I bought some when I was in Texas, you know, for the last time I was in Mexico, you know, for just, and, and it worked. It worked great. And I would still imagine that I could still go to Texas, but I guarantee you the federal government is looking to do what North Dakota is doing, you know, because again, I mean, this really burns up my hind end because we didn't get in. You guys probably haven't even heard that Governor Dougie is signing the illegality of Delta 8 as we stink and speak. I mean, did you know that Dougie is signing a thing that makes what you have now in your hand legal? It's going to be illegal tomorrow happening today. I mean, what, what have you heard about that? You know, where's the media on the fact that it's this amendment sailed through the House and Senate and Dougie, they claim, will have it. You know, he's going to sign it. You know, he will. I mean, if he wanted some respect, I would have ha- I would hope he'd veto it, but he's not going to veto it. And why? Because it works. I don't get it. It makes me really angry. And I just found out today. Well, I knew that. OK, so here we're talking about House Bill 1045 which relates to hemp growth in the state. So a legislative conference committee has voted to accept amendments proposed. So they've accepted, they've, they've accepted to wait to keep the legislative session going. Basically, don't go home yet. They've voted to stay there and accept amendments because when this amendment basically is uh, an amendment to the, the measure, like if you had a measure that said you can only wear tennis shoes at night, but then you realize that nighttime started at noon, you would want to amend that. You'd want to say tennis shoes are illegal at 5 p.m., not what it looks like outside, you know, because that might vary. It might be dark somewhere sooner, da 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 Well, that's what they're doing to this. They've noticed that this hemp bill legalizes Delta 8, 10, and 6. They didn't know it before, but now they do, and they don't want it to happen. Okay, so Tara Branner, assistant attorney general, told the conference committee that her office has seen a misuse of hemp in the state due to a federal loophole in the law. Misuse of hemp. The purpose of the amendment is essentially to address the inconsistencies that Delta 8 THC is a legal substance. Okay, Branner said the amendment is aimed at cleaning up the federal law to prevent the loophole from being exploited in North Dakota. But here's the thing. It's already being exploited in North Dakota. I mean, once again, you guys are a little late. And again, you heard there was a party at Jimmy's and you nobody came to your party. 
So you call the cops on Jimmy because, hey, nobody can have fun. I mean, cannabis is beneficial. I mean, how can you look everywhere? You know, Mexico has legalized it. It makes billions of dollars. And so I believe that these guys don't know how to make the revenue off Delta 8. They're not the ones making the money. But if you're into booze, you're into tobacco and whatever these politicians are into, you know, the lobbying pressure, blah, 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 blah. This snuck in behind them. That's what they mean by inconsistencies. They didn't know what they were doing, per se. And they say we just took advantage of that. Well, the amendment still allows for the agricultural commissioner to determine a level of THC but changes the definition to total THC rather than a specific compound. Delta-9 THC is the compound found in marijuana, which can get users high. Previously, the bill only referred to Delta-9 THC as a regulation level. So it seems to me like, you know, Delta-8 is going to get a THC cap, and I don't know what that means. Maybe that's not the end of the world. But Brandner said this is because there had been use of Delta-8 THC from hemp, which can be synthesized and used to get high. See, now the problem with high to me, Okay, and she says Delta 8 THC can get you high, not to the same extent, but it is having a euphoric, you know, it is having a euphoric effect. And I was thinking as I came in today, you know what else has euphoric effects? Hugs. Hugs have a euphoric effect. Should we, you know, should we illegalize that? Should we say all hugs are illegal because you get a dopamine jump when I hug you? How about, how about a whole cake? You don't think there's a euphoria from eating a whole cake, chocolate preferably in one setting? But we can do that all day long. So, so I guess what I want to say is who cares? Who cares if there's a euphoric effect? Life, sh- I mean, why does life have to suck? You know, and again, hugs give euphoric effects. Eating the whole pizza is euphoria. Running with your dog as the fall comes and he plays in the leaves. You're like, oh, look at little Benji. And you get a hit of dopamine. Every time you go on Facebook and somebody's liked your stupid picture that you took when you were in San Tropez. You see those, you get a euphoric zip. So, I mean, what, what are you saying? You know, what are you saying? I say you suck. Okay. Brander said the penalty for growers not abiding by the law would be to lose their license and that, 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 that. Send Jan Myrtle. From Edinburgh, which I'm sure she's hip, said the amendment was needed and beneficial. It is important for the growers and for the agricultural committee to be protected. See how they do that? And it gives them some coverage they need. They need. It's like they're doing them a solid. So the bill will now be read on both the floors of the House and Senate. And this was posted April 12th. So that happened today. That happened today. And so now it's heading to the governor. See how quick that stuff is? You know, it's sneaky. You know, because I believe if there was more of to-do made about it, and if the media was, you know, for cannabis legalization, or just the right thing, I think it's the right thing we're having problems with. Do the right thing. So anyway, I, I wanted you to call your senator and your whatever, but it happened way too fast. I mean, it's Dougie's got it in his lap as we speak. And again, I mean, he could get a lot of respect by vetoing that thing, but he won't. He won't. If I was a betting man, he's already signed it and whatever. So it just creates a bigger divide between me and them because they'll say they are doing me a favor while they take stuff from me behind me. You know, it's like they'll be like nice front yard, but their arm is in the back yanking the flowers out of the garden. Not a great uh, 
Can of Talk Indie with Wilson. Every Thursday, 4 o'clock I get in here. 4.20 I open a big fat bag of cannabis news. This Thursday's no different. I'll be back Thursday as well. Can of Talk Indie on YouTube. You can watch this or listen to this tomorrow minus the music. So, Delta 8. So, you understand what I'm saying to you? If you are enjoying Delta 8, and you can go to the store right now and buy it, but this afternoon, they have decided that you shouldn't have any. That they didn't know what they were doing when they allowed it, its legality, and so they basically want to take it back. They want to renege with an E, with an E, on their original thing. And apparently they can do it. But do we want them? We don't want an amendment. I mean, when has amendment ever been for the people? You know, we want a constitutional amendment, and they're doing everything they can to keep that from happening. So I, I'm i definitely anti-government when it comes to the benefits of cannabis and this battle that we're fighting with them because they don't know how to make revenue from it. They don't have a pay structure yet, like prison for, you know, prison for profit and all the other stuff. They do have the structure in place, the infrastructure to take money from you and give it to them. They don't want to come up with another way. They don't know how to, and we don't want them to because we want equality all the way across the board with cannabis. We want to do good things. We want little people to get to do big things. We don't want big people taking it all from the little people. And that's what's going to happen if you have lobbying and you have politicians that are certainly not out for us. If they were cool, they'd have let that Delta 8 slide. Because hugs are euphoric. A whole cake is euphoric. A like on Facebook is a little euphoric. Now, it's not as euphoric as, euphoric as opium. You know, it's not as, you know, it's not as strong as Delta 9, but it's still euphoric. So let's make all hugs illegal. Let's get the governor to sign it. Otherwise, mind your own business until you make it about our business. Because until you do, you're really working against us pretty hard. And you certainly showed in the legislative session how pro-cannabis you guys are, especially in Edinburgh. I think that was the right one. But anyway, so now let me, I'm going to wrap it up now. West Loop Cafe, Chicago, infusing food with diet weed, draws long lines, complaints, prompting aldermen to intervene. Okay, so this was printed April 13th. The early success of Canna Cafe, 1301 West Washington, comes as lawmakers and players in the legal cannabis industry call for a clampdown on the hemp-derived compound known as Delta 8 THC, which is similar to the component in weed that gets users high. Those other the horrible words. I mean, they take care of you. It, you know, you enjoy them. I mean, this whole high, what is high? But just feeling better than you used to. I don't know. I, we need to get the high word out of here. A new West Loop restaurant that infuses its offerings, which I'd love to have been here, where a trendy, unregulated drug commonly described as diet weed quickly grew so popular that the local alderman had to intervene after neighbors complained about its long lines. Uh, the early success of Canna, Canna Cafe comes as lawmakers and players in the legal industry call for a clampdown. I already read that. So anyway, Tiffany, a West Garfield Park native, she partnered in the black-owned restaurant in two other locations. She says business in Chicago is booming. She feels the hotspot's diverse clientele has led to a targeted harassment from residents of the affluent community who have complained about lines stretching down the block. It's just really been despicable, Pearson said. I've never seen anything like it. I've never even experienced anything to where people just don't want to see certain people. I've never had to bring up race and relevance to anything. So for me, it's been kind of weird that I even have to go through this thing, but it's happening. So anyway, people are afraid about what they don't know. Um, he personally tried to intervene last week after the issue was raised to him. Um, it's resulted in a significant revenue slut. Okay, Burnett framed the issue as miscommunication, da-da-da-da-da. 
Um, asked whether Delta 8 needs to be regulated. Burnett said he hadn't heard of the substance and was aware that it's an integral, integral part of the new restaurant's offerings. I think people are always concerned and afraid of what they don't know. So Delta 8 grows in popularity worldwide. Um, so basically what I wanted to say is they use, uh, they made cakes and uh, they sprayed, you know, this Delta 8. And so I don't even know that this was the right article that I wanted. But what I'm saying is, is these new West Loop restaurants, they infuse its offerings with a trendy unregulated drug. And why do they call it unregulated? See, so that's, that's scary to me. So the restaurant, which opened March to great fanfare, uses the psychoactive substance in various menu items, including burgers, pizzas, and drinks. And it is good. It is good. But, I mean, CBD is groovy. You know why? I mean, and this is the derivative of hemp. You know what I mean? So I don't know, guys, but I will say this, that something was happening while you guys weren't paying attention. And if you were enjoying Delta 8 up until this point, you can kiss it goodbye because they've decided that the amount of euphoria that comes from Delta 8 is too much and it's now illegal. Well, as soon as Doug signs it. So that's the thing, you know, when you're starting hanging out in neighborhoods where, you know, you're too dark for the neighborhood and you start showing success, you know, you start showing success. They're like, oh, you're succeeding. You're succeeding. Screw those guys. It's horrible. So we live in an underdog society. We're going to have to claw our way up because people are pushing us down in the cannabis scene is definitely anti-government and the government does not want to do it because i don't believe they figured out how i don't think they know how and as soon as they can and do then they'll amend it they'll say um only the government can allow delta eight in certain stores because that's how they roll and it makes me sick can talk indy with wilson every thursday 420 i open a big fat bag of cannabis news and this is no different this hour programming on KRFF 95.9 LPFM is being underwritten by SNS Incorporated. SNS works one-on-one with you to provide personal or business tax preparation, accounting, bookkeeping, and payroll services. Schedule your appointment with them at the West Fargo office located at 45th or 45 8th Street, East Suite 105, or visit them online at facebook.com backslash SNS Incorporated for more information. Check out SNS Incorporated for all your tax preparation and accounting needs. Well, that's another can of talk indie with Wilson. Every Thursday, 4 o'clock, I get in here, KRFF 95.9. After me is Stinky Arts Music Mart. You got Locals on the 8, and then Radio Free Madness. That was all started. Your Thursday gets started with Stinking Side Stage with Trav. Then you got an hour of animation, and then 4 to 5, it's Can of Talk and D with Wilson. Then it's Stinky Arts Music Mart. Then it's Local on the 8, and then Radio Free Madness, and then it's bedtime for you, sir. So anyway, I got brand new Black Keys. This is Crawling King Snake would say that's called smoking i can't stand the rain and peoples 1974 and then brand new the black keys it's going to be an album called delta cream this song was kind of leaked out to the people you know what i mean and i'm I've, i played the radio edit it's actually a longer a longer song but can i talk indeed with wilson every thursday on radio free fargo krff 95.9 lpfm moorhead fargo uh radiofreefargo.org we're streaming so you can go uh donate monies which we appreciate because we're an independent radio station who, uh, you know, doesn't follow the same rules as, you know, the ones that, you know, make you do stuff. But anyway, 
KRFF 95.9. We're talking about cannabis in a positive light. I come in a Thursday at 4 o'clock. At 4.20, we open a bag of cannabis news. And next Thursday will be exactly the same. Uh, 4.20 is coming up. It's next Tuesday. So make sure you celebrate that and educate yourself so you can educate others. Um, I think Lisa and I may be out and about. So we're, we're kind of talking about something. So you might see us downtown with signs promoting the radio station, promoting cannabis, and promoting Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act, which is at Orange Records, which is downtown. Uh, Stink and Tochi Products also has the petition. And not only that, they have Black Cottage Alchemy. They got Becky's Body Butter. That is sponsoring this very show. You can go over to Odds Two Ends or you can go to blackcottagealchemy.com and pick up. There's a lot of stuff. There's colloidal silver and then there's the Becky Becky's Body Butter, which is pretty bomb. So those are the places you can go. Black Cottage Alchemy and then Tochi Products. So, again, thank you to Black Cottage Alchemy for sponsoring this show. As we come to an end, again, thanks for checking it out. We talk about cannabis in a positive light. And like I said, at at bedtime, when you get home, when you left your apartment, Delta 8 was legal. When you put your head on the pillow, it's going to be illegal. So just think about that. The people that you voted in the office... Just took the thing that you found slightly euphoric and you're already stressful day. You now have been decided that it's got too much euphoria in it. And so you don't deserve it and you don't need it. And it was uh, something they thought we got away with. And so they've shut the back door to Delta 8, Delta 10 and Delta 6. So I'm not happy about that. I'm pretty fired up about it. I don't know what else to do about it. You know, so there's nothing I will do about it, you know. But uh, kind of talking to you with Wilson. We have came to an end. Stinky March Music Marts after this. Side stage with Trab every Thursday right before me, noon to three. And then kind of talking to you with Wilson, four to five, on the radio station with the most. KRFF 95.9 LPFM. Thank you for hanging out with me this hour. I hope you learned something. Maybe you didn't learn anything, but... I mean, Delta 8, I mean, I care about cannabis and cannabis legalization. I think I know that it benefits. And it should not, we shouldn't have to fight this hard, especially when other people are moving along with it. Oh, and keep in mind, April 28th, they're going to live stream the stinking Amendment A Supreme Court in Pierre. And you can go and hang out there, actually. So, you know, keep that in mind. But anyway, I I think I'll, I'll go. So thanks for tuning in. Educate yourself and educate others on the benefits of cannabis. I've yet to see a negative. Show me some death. All I see is money. Billion dollar market. Billions, billions, billions. Money's to schools. Money to rehab. That's what I see. Show me the deaths. Show me the violence. You can't. It doesn't exist. The only thing we fight with is the government telling us that it isn't good without any proof that it isn't. So, God bless America. I'll see you back here Thursday. Kind of talking to you with Wilson. David Allen, Judgment Day. Peace.